Is that a Trank gun? You don't even have the common courtesy to threaten me with an actual firearm. another exciting episode of the Chuck series companion. I am your host, the Jstrom, and we're here to talk about my favorite TV show. Hopefully it's yours as well. And that would be Chuck. That's right. Today we are discussing season two, episode 19, Chuck versus the dream job. But first I would ask you to visit chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. It's the site where you can get all the previous episodes of the Chuck Series Companion Podcast. Not only does it contain every episode that I've done of the Chuck Series Companion to date, it also has blog write-ups of each episode. That's right. So if you would, please visit. I'd very much appreciate that. Now, this episode was written by two people. The first writer is Corey Nickerson, who was a producer of many episodes of Chuck, But this is the first episode Corey was given credit for writing. So it looks like now Corey is a co-executive producer and writer of the TV show Blackish on ABC. Very cool. This episode was also co-written by Phil Klemmer, whose name I've said many times because Phil goes on to write 14 episodes of Chuck and is also an executive producer. You may remember that Phil wrote Chuck vs. the Sandworm, Undercover Lover, and my favorite episode, Tom Sawyer, but also Suburbs and now Dream Job, and will go on to write many more awesome episodes of the show. Oh, and by the way, Phil Klemmer is the showrunner of Legends of Tomorrow on the CW. Very cool. Now, this episode was directed by Robert Duncan McNeil, a name I've also said many times. That's because Robert Duncan McNeil has already directed Chuck vs. the Helicopter, Sandworm, Truth, Breakup, Santa Claus, The Third Dimension, and now The Dream Job, and will go on to direct many more episodes. Now let's get into the episode Chuck vs. The Dream Job. If you will remember the very end of the previous episode of the show... Chuck versus the Broken Heart, Sarah found where Chuck's dad was. And now, cut to this episode, they've driven 100 miles east of Barstow, California. They found his Airstream trailer, and they've knocked on the door. So cut to inside the Airstream trailer, and there's Chuck and Sarah sitting on the couch. While we have yet to see Chuck's father, he's behind the refrigerator door, and Chuck is freaking out a little bit. Oh, and by the way, should I mention this? Yeah, I think I should. Chuck's father is played by Scott Bakula, a freaking TV legend. This is the guy who played Sam Beckett on Quantum Leap. How awesome is that? He's fantastic in this role. Oh, and now that Chuck is there and his father's right in front of him, he's freaking out just a little. Oh. 
sort of freaking out here. I know, but he's your father and he seemed happy to see you. I think? I thought it was his lack of recognition followed by shock. Hey, Cream. Huh? Yeah. No. Whatever's fine. I can't even remember if I take cream. Just relax. How? I, I haven't I haven't seen my dad for like ten years, and now I'm sitting in his living room slash kitchenette while he's making his coffee. Plus, let's just say the last time I saw him, he was kind of I mean, he tended to be a little what's the word, crazy. Whoa, whoa, crazy? This is the first I'm hearing about this. Here we go. Thanks. <clears throat> Good to see that face again. <laughs> yeah, yours too. So, uh, you been doing okay? Who cares about me? Tell me about you. Uh, well, I, you know, there's, there's not, there's not much to tell. Graduated from high school, went to Stanford, work at Bymore. Stanford, not bad. He was always a genius. This one. I'm not like you. You're right. He was smarter. <laughs> what about Ellie? How's she? Really great, actually. Um, she's a doctor now, uh, <clears throat> and and in a few weeks she's gonna get married to, well, a, 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 an awesome guy. Ellie's getting married. She is. That, uh, that's actually mainly why we're here. Ellie was really hoping that you might be there to walk her down the aisle. Oh, I don't think she would want me there. I'm, I mean, of course, of course she does. We both do. It's not a good idea, but tell her that I'm happy for her. Are you, are you joking? You have to do this. She's your daughter. Don't you want to be there? Charles, I can't. I, I don't want to hear what you can't do. I've seen what you can't do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. This is a little harsh there, Chuck, but I, I understand what you're going through. I'm sorry. I, uh... I came out wrong. No, it didn't. You're mad. I left, and, and, and you're mad. Look, Dad, I'm not even here for me. Really, okay? Right now, I just, I want you to come home for Ellie, please. I like you coming up here and fighting for Ellie. Makes me happy you at least had each other. Let me get a few things together. What? He he's he's gonna do it? He's coming with them? Are you okay? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we found him for Ellie. And for you? Yeah. Maybe he's not as crazy as I remembered. Okay. Let's go get your sister married, huh? Maybe we should wait till dark there. They're tracking my every move. Rat bastards. Uh, what? Uh... So, let's cut to the Bartowski household. There's Ellie. There's Awesome. And Ellie's trying to pick out a nice tie for Awesome when in comes Chuck 
and their dad. And I just want to say something here about Sarah Lancaster, who plays Ellie. She's fantastic in this episode. The way that she deals with the fact that her dad has been gone all this time and it all comes welling back to her, those feelings, she plays it fantastic. So I was thinking that this would be perfect for the rehearsal dinner because if I wear that sage dress, this will match perfectly. Sounds good. Or... Ellie, hey. Hey, Chuck, just a sec. We could do the cranberry, which would really bring out your... Um... Hello, Eleanor. Are you going to say something? Pancakes? Oh, boy. There it is! There's Sam Beckett's catchphrase from Quantum Leap. It's so awesome that they worked it in. But anyway, back to Ellie and her feelings. Sorry. You said you were going to make pancakes. Well, that, that went well. I love how they just leave Awesome standing there with their dad that he's never met. It's a little bit, little awkward. Hey, you must be Devin. Yeah. <laughs> Big TV. <laughs> I love how uh, Devin goes to shake his hand and he just hands him his bag. It's great. Now let's cut to Ellie and Chuck in the bedroom. And I can't imagine what they're going through not seeing their father for years. And then here he is. Ellie, I'm sorry. I should have called first. A surprise of this magnitude wasn't the best idea. No, it's not your fault. Just so mad at him. Crazy old dad. Aren't you mad at him? I was, yeah. But then I realized that, you know, we can hate him for the rest of our lives or we can choose to forgive him. It's easier to hate him. Oh, that may be. But he's all we got left, Al. This could be your last chance of being a family again. Let's go. Okay, and with that, they're back in the living room with Awesome and their dad. And, uh, let's see how this goes. I guess I was just uh, surprised to see you, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> God, Ellie, you, you look just like your mother. <laughs> Sorry, I left you two alone like that. No, no, it's fine. Your dad was just explaining our television to me. I was just telling, uh, Deb, that I, um, I practically invented your TV. I love how they think that their dad is nuts when he talks about stuff like this. I came up with these uh, helix-shaped plasma crystals back in high school. Um, never, never saw a dime for it. Okay, well, who's hungry? I'll order pizza. Yeah. Touchscreen technology, that was one of mine. Uh, Ted Rourke and I came up with it back in grad school. Whoa, whoa, Ted Rourke, like the Rourke 7 laptop from Chuck vs. the Predator? Huh. Dad, you went to school with Ted Rourke? The Rourke Instruments guy? 
awesome. Yeah, he took all my ideas, and uh, I, I never got anything. The guy's a lion thief. <laughs> I love how Ellie's just shaking her head. She doesn't believe a word of it. She just thinks her dad's nuts, so... Well, how about I uh, order the pizza? Pepperoni? Work's releasing a new software this week that I guarantee has components that I helped develop. Yeah, pepperoni sounds great, huh? I still have my original touchscreen schematics, and I, I want to show you... So Chuck looks down at the flyer that his dad left on the table for the Rourke Instruments new operating system to be unveiled. And guess what, guys? Chuck flashes on it. Whoa. Did that just say virus and fulcrum? This is serious stuff here. Okay, guys, I am really trying here, but he is obviously as crazy as we remember. <sighs> well, Ellie, you're worrying. We'll have to wait till later because Chuck needs to get to Castle. And here's when we'll see that Ted Work is played by none other than Chevy Chase, guys. And obviously they're going for a Steve Jobs, Bill Gates type of guy who runs Rourke Instruments. I love it. It seems Chuck's flash matches a lot of chatter we've been hearing about Rourke Instruments lately. The CIA now believes Ted Rourke's latest software may contain a virus that, if released, could cause irreparable damage to the world's computer networks. Why don't we just contact Rourke and tell them our concerns? We can't, out of fear of alerting those who might be involved. Instead, we're going to send in Chuck as a new RI employee. You will see if you flash on anyone or anything. Your interview is in one hour. Are you okay with that? Why wouldn't he be? Well, his dad went to school with Rourke. There could be some history there. Your daddy issue is going to jeopardize our mission? No, no, I'm fine. I mean, forget Apple, forget Microsoft. I've dreamt of working for Rourke since college. Although, does it actually qualify as a dream come true if I go in as a janitor? <laughs> You're going in as Charles Bartowski. Your name, your resume, your Stanford degree. Really? You're perfectly qualified to go in as yourself. Me at R.I.? What? This is gonna be awesome! Now, cut to Rourke Instruments, where Chuck is visiting for his interview. And we hear the song, High School Hoodlums, by the Dotsons. instruments for the future happens first i love it here oh, everyone does please have a seat oh uh, here we go <laughs> i love this as chuck is trying to sit on one of those medicine ball things i don't know what those are but people like to sit in them instead of chairs and it's just awkward so <laughs> I love how Casey and Sarah can hear that sound on the other end, and they're like, "What? what's going on in there? <clears throat> so, I see you went to Stanford. Me too, class of 07. 
Oh, oh, seven. Wow, you, you've only been out a, a couple of years. That's eons in the software game. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Seriously, tell me what you've been up to since you graduated. Uh, well, uh, what have I been up to? Uh, Chuck, just be honest. Um, I've actually been working at a buy more um, in the nerd herd division, which you know has given me quite a bit of experience working with you know different computers, operating systems, technologies. You know, I've, I've gotten the opportunity to work with many different unusual personalities. Unusual personalities—that's one way to put it. And speaking of those unusual personalities, let's cut to the buy more where Big Mike feels like he's being stalked by someone. Who could it be? Good morning, Big Mike. Where the hell did you come from? We have a proposition for you. I'll pass. Wait, 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 wait. Two words. Next Expo. That's one word. Stop counting. Tomorrow is Rourke's Next Technology Expo, where they're going to be releasing their new operating system to the entire world. Now, we believe that attending that release will make us better employees. And better human beings. Next Expo, huh? Yeah. Good thinking. Sin Bartowski. <gasps> Chuck's not here. As usual. Okay, fine. You both can go. <gasps> Have fun camping out at the Weirdo Convention. Weirdo Convention? Yeah, that sounds about right. Now let's cut back to work instruments, where Chuck is still in his interview. I would say probably my, my greatest weakness is how little I've pushed myself since college. I've been trapped in a job, a life that I don't really want, but don't really see a way out. Being here's a good start. Well, clearly you're qualified. It doesn't hurt that you're a fellow Stanford alum. I'd love for you to take the job. Really? Thank you so much. Congratulations, Chuck. Oh, thanks. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> we'll work on those ball skills. <laughs> wow, congratulations, Chuck. He's got his dream job. Too bad none of this is real. <laughs> hey, what's that? The lobby. What's that? Elevator. What's that? The bathroom. Man, this place is awesome. Over there is R&D, and that hallway leads to our testing facilities. Sorry about the shortened tour. We've been so busy with this software release. All right. <laughs> and we hear high school hoodlums by the Dotsons queue up again, and we see Ted Rourke, played by Chevy Chase, coming down the hallway towards Chuck. Right around here is... High school hoodlums! This is Chuck, our new employee. Hey, welcome to our ride. Never wash that hand. <laughs> I, uh, I never will, sir. No sirs around here. Except for her. <laughs> well, okay, Ted. It's just, uh, it's just an honor to be here and working for your company. Oh, easy, big boy. You already got the gig. Ready to take over the world? <laughs> wow take over the world indeed now cut to outside the building where the expo is gearing up and we see jeff and lester and i love jeff's t-shirt that says no i will not fix your computer for free only 24 hours of camping the next expo is ours 
because... Hey, I don't know what to say. I'm a little speechless. Welcome to the team. Happy to have you aboard. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, wow. I think Morgan knows that Chuck's cheating on the Bible. <laughs> and, of course, they immediately call Morgan to tell him what they've seen. You know your boyfriend just took a job at Rourke? Yeah, of course. I was the first one he told. You guys are over. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Poor Morgan. I like how he looks like he's immediately about to burst into tears, and he's totally lying that Chuck said anything to him. Poor Morgan. Now let's cut back to the Bartowski house, and Chuck and Sarah are arriving, and Chuck is still kind of blown away that he's got a job at Rourke Instruments, even though it's not really real. It's weird. Even though I know it's not real, I am excited about this job. Chuck, you gotta remember it's just an assignment. No, I, I mean, I, I know, I know what it is. I just, if I had gotten this job at work right after college, maybe I'd never become the intersect. Then when my dad comes back after 10 years, I can show him that I'm not just another loser working at a buy more. Chuck, he knows you're not a loser. Well, I'm sure he hoped I'd be doing something a little bigger than nerd herding. You are. Cheers. <laughs> hey, Charles. Perfect timing, you too. Oh, wow. wow, I love these family dinners at the Bartowskis. We've got awesome Ellie, their dad is back, and now Morgan is here too. So awesome. This looks great. Been sitting waiting. I'm sorry. <laughs> crazy here. Okay. Where have you been? Uh, well, you know, working, saving the lives of small technological devices. <laughs> How about a toast? To family? Uh, Dad, we are extremely grateful to have you home. Yes, we are. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And, and, and here's to you and Devin. May you live happily together forever. You deserve it. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> When's the bachelor party? Oh, dear. Why did he have to bring that up? <clears throat> I, um, I already had it. And? How was it? Well, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> well, okay, I got one. How about, uh, Chuck's new job? What? That's what I hear. You know, Lesher tells me that you're leaving your old buddy and you buy more behind to go all corporate over at Work Instruments. Which I get it. Pretty cool. So, <laughs> good luck, buddy. Chuck, that's amazing. You going to work for Rourke? The man who stole everything from me? All of a sudden, this happy dinner turned into really awkward dinner. What happened? And by the way, the scene just ends. Just like that. It's over. I thought that cut a little short, like there might be more to it. But maybe we'd seen enough. <laughs> Now let's cut to next expo at Rourke Instruments and we hear the song Around the Bend by the Asteroids Galaxy Tour and Chuck is arriving for his first day of work. This couldn't be more exciting. And then he sees Casey and Sarah dressed up like, are they supposed to be nerds or something? What is this? This is a mission, or you two are very good at hiding your hobbies. We're going in to retrieve the source code of the new operating system. Without it, Rourke can't release the software or the virus. Yeah, it's going to take time to break into the secured vault. Look, we needed to keep an eye on Rourke in case anything goes wrong. Keep an eye on Rourke? What? Have a nice first day. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
see Sarah and Casey break off from the crowd and they're going to go searching for that source code. Now cut into the main auditorium and Chuck has just arrived and there's Rourke on the stage. Chuck is just chilling and everything seems to be going fine. And I love even Jeff and Lester are there and they're trying to get Chuck's attention. But Chuck doesn't see them. That's because he's busy flashing on a guy he sees on the stage right next to Ted Rourke. He's already forgotten us. It's like he looked right through me. (laughs) He looked right through him. Poor Jeff and Lester. If they only knew. Hey, not to add any extra pressure to you guys, but there's a fulcrum agent here. He's some kind of computer terrorist. Well, if fulcrum is here, it's even more vital that we stop this launch. Arigato. Indigato de vida. (laughs) Then you better hurry up. Rourke's about to take the stage. Access denied. Have an amazing day. Damn it. I'm going to need to do a patch. Now let's cut to the Bartowski house, and it looks like Stephen Bartowski wants to watch the next expo on his laptop. Dad, you're really not going to watch that, are you? I have to watch Chuck's first day, even if he is working for Rourke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the architect of the digital age. Thank you. Welcome to Next Expo 2009. Or, as I like to call it, Ted greets the little people. No, I'm just kidding. You believe this guy? Now cut to the hallway and Sarah is still trying to get that vault open, but she's not having any luck. We've done some amazing things this year. At least I have. I mean, I travel around the world in a hot air balloon. Uh, bought another island. It's private. Don't visit. <laughs> what else? Let's see. Oh, and we invented a new operating system that's going to change the world. Let's not waste any more time. You have any idea how much money I'm losing just standing here? With the press of this button, Rios will be released. Whole world will have access, free access, to our latest software. What's happening? We're encountering security we've never seen before. Access denied again. That's twice. Maybe I should call security. Uh Uh-oh. Please tell me that was a good uh uh-oh. Something tells me it wasn't a good uh uh-oh, Chuck. You know I love a countdown. I'd like to join me. Ready? There's a countdown happening. Listen, we cannot access the source code. We're going to have to do something to stop the release. I could get fired. This is not your real job. Hurry. Six, five, You're going to have to do something, Chuck. And by the way, Ted Rourke is holding a button in his hand that will release the operating system. Chuck has to do something to stop him. What the hell are you doing? Is that Chuck? 
Wow, he's on stage. He must have gotten promoted. Uh, no, Ellie. He did not get promoted. No, no autographs right now. Okay. Get off the stage. I, uh, I, I, uh, I can't. I can't. I'm so sorry. that your software has been infected with a virus that when released will cause worldwide computer damage. Do you have any idea how crazy you sound? Yeah, I do. I do. But please, you have to believe me. No, I, I really don't. I'm sorry for the little technical delay. It must be my rock star magnetism. It drives some people batty. Oh man, uh, you know this isn't going to be good, guys. Something crazy's going to happen. Hey. And it did. Chuck grabbed the button and he ran with it. <laughs> oh, Charles. Oh, Charles. I love that his dad's excited. Go, Charles. And Ellie's like, no, stop. That's my boy! I love that immediately Jeff wants to help Chuck by blocking guys trying to grab him. That's awesome! Ooh, Chuck just got clotheslined. I don't know. You call yourself a Stanford man. That's it. He tried his best. Now let's cut back to the Bartowski house and Ellie is frantic and poor Devin just arrived from work and he doesn't know what's going on. Have you heard from my brother? Was I supposed to hear from my brother? Chuck is not picking up. Do you think he's in jail? Do you get a phone call when you're in jail? In the movies you get a phone call. I don't know. I call 411. Who do I ask for? The county jail? Ellie, I just worked an 18-hour shift. Now just slow down, honey. Tell me what happened. Chuck freaked out. He hopped on stage at some computer convention and tried to attack his new boss. What? Why would he do that? I have no idea. Although, we should probably ask my dad, since obviously you put him up to it. What? I didn't tell him to do anything. Come on, Dad. Why else would he throw away a job of a lifetime? Ted Rourke isn't worthy of your brother or his talents. It was a lousy job. And what do you call working at the Buy More, Dad? Don't you get it? Chuck has been waiting for 10 years to impress you, and now this opportunity comes along where he can follow through on some crazy, made-up vendetta of yours. Trust me, sweetie. Your brother knows what he's doing. You want me to trust you? Ellie, maybe your dad's right. Maybe maybe Chuck has got a good explanation. Sure, Devin, I'm sure he does. He probably just forgot the whole thing happened, right? Just like at your bachelor party. Joe! I'm sorry, I don't want to drag us into this. I'm just really worked up right now. So I'm going to take a walk. Ellie, let her walk, Devin. Drink. 
No, no way. That's what got me in trouble in the first place. What do I do? You're asking the wrong guy. She's your daughter. Well, I can't take credit for her. The only thing Ellie owes me is a few well-deserved trust issues. You really want my advice? Don't walk out on your kids when you promise them pancakes for dinner. They tend to take it badly. You're a real straight arrow, aren't you? I used to be. Before this damn bachelor party. God, I'm such a jackass. Maybe. But that's not why Ellie's mad. She just doesn't want you to turn into me, which... Take this as a compliment. Seems pretty damned unlikely. So, come on. Have a drink. To Straight Arrows. And we hear the song, Luisa's Bones, by Crooked Fingers. see Chuck milling about the buy more kind of aimless looking around at his job and then something he just can't get out of his head why did Orion send him the plants to the intersect what was he supposed to do with them and he runs back home okay Orion Why did you send me these cards, Orion? Do you want me to build an intersect? Or find an intersect? How can I use these cards to find an intersect? Hey, I'm a little I'm a little uh, busy right now. Just, just give me one minute, and then you can get back to whatever you were doing. Ellie thinks you did what you did at Rourke for me. And and if that's true, I'll never forgive myself. Sad. Still my minute? I ruined every good thing that ever happened to me. My family, my job, my entire life thrown away. I won't stand by and let the same thing happen to you. That's one torch I'd rather not pass. Working for Rourke is is that important to you? Then I, I then I think you should fight for it, and don't let my past destroy your future. I miss getting advice from you. Well, my minute's up. You were in the middle of something. Wow, that was a great heartfelt scene. I love it. And Chuck looks down at the map of Rourke Instruments and something sparks in his brain and he realizes something.
Oh my God. Rourke has an intersect. What? An intersect. Rourke has one. You think Rourke is hiding a supercomputer the size of a football field inside his office? Yes. Well, maybe. What exactly did you flash on? I. I. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't flash on anything technically. I was just thinking. But it makes sense. We know that Fulcrum is working on trying to implant intel into their agents, but they still need a supercomputer, uh, an intersect, to crunch all that data. Only someone like Rourke could do that. Dead Rourke is working for Fulcrum. I know it sounds crazy, but what if Rios is actually a Trojan horse, like a virus designed to steal intel from the government, corporations, anybody, everybody? And you just thought this up out of the blue? No flash, no proof. Beckman will laugh in our faces. Guess the apple doesn't fall too far from the crazy tree, does it? I'm sorry, Chuck. Sarah, Sarah, think about what it could mean if Rourke has an intersect. I could finally get this thing out of my head. I need your help to break into Rourke's office. Beckman's orders are clear. So are the consequences of not following them. I'm sorry. Oh God! If only Chuck would just show them the evidence. I know why he's not. He doesn't want to get into any more trouble than he's already in, but still, ugh. so he's got to do something, and he does. He goes to Castle, and he starts putting gear on, <laughs> and it's awesome. Outfit Bartowski. Oh, and there's Casey, and uh oh. Give me that back. First, you tell me what it is. Interesting question. Those are designs for the intersect. You stole Rourke's designs? Orion's. He sent them to me before he died. There's a map hidden in the plants that matches the layout of Rourke instruments. Orion contacted you, and you didn't tell us? I think he wanted me to break in. Yeah, and I want you to take off my gear before I break your geek neck. Whoa, Chuck just pointed a gun at Casey. Oh, my God. I know what I'm doing. You have no idea. You're entering a world of pain, Chuck. I want this intersect out of my head. Are you going to help me or not? You got to be... Is that a track gun? You don't even have the common courtesy to threaten me with an actual firearm. What's your answer, Casey? insulted <laughs> I love it put the toy down and get your ass back. well he just shot Casey with a dart uh, there's no going back now how Chuck stabs him with a third dart in the neck. I'm gonna kill you when I wake up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that sound he makes. Now let's cut to Rourke Instruments, and Chuck is there to infiltrate the building. 
And I gotta say, he does a pretty good job. What's that? Chuck hears something and he ducks into a nearby room. But he hears a familiar voice. Are you kidding me? Oh, come on. That's the oldest excuse in the book. Yes, he knows. I want to see Ted Roar. Look, he might have screwed me, but I'm not going to let that son of a bitch screw my son. Get your hands off of me. Listen, you tell your boss I'm not leaving this building until my boy gets his job back. What are you doing, Dad? Uh-oh, here comes that fulcrum agent. What do you want me to do with him? Bring him in. We'll deal with it in private. Excuse me. Are you in charge of these meatheads? That goon just punched Chuck's dad. This is it. Chuck's got to do something. And he's got his train gun, so why not? I love how Chuck just starts looking at the guns like, are these doing anything? They're just standing there looking at me. It's awesome. And they all collapse. So, yes, they did do something. Dad, 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 we have to go. We have to go right now. I can explain all this to you later. For now, all I can tell you is I'm not who you think I am. It's good to see you again. What? It's it's Agent Vincent. What the hell? I thought he was dead. But he's not. He's standing right there with a gun. Good to see both of you. Don't worry, Charles. I'm not who you think I am either. Hands up. His dad has one of those wrist things just like Orion did. And he just crushed Vincent in the doors and he punched him. This can only mean one thing, you guys. Are you coming? We should go, Charles. Oh my God. You're all right. I love when after Stephen Bartowski's revealed as Orion, his body language totally changes. He's no longer kind of this shuffling guy. He's now this confident guy. And Chuck is pretty blown away too. Meanwhile, Sarah's pulling the dart out of Casey's neck, wondering what just happened and what is going on. Casey, where's Chuck? Uh, Casey's pretty pissed. But anyway, cut back to Chuck and his dad, and they're trying to find their way to Rourke's intersect. And Chuck is still trying to comprehend that his dad is Orion. I can't believe this. My father invented the intersect. 
That's not true. I didn't invent all of it. Just the really cool stuff. understand how this might complicate a few things this way. What complicate a few things? Dad, I saw you die. I saw you explode in a helicopter. But I see how I could have given you that impression. I've had to die quite a few times. One of the perils of being Orion. Whoa. So, yeah, it looked like Orion did die in that helicopter, but somehow he pulled some kind of switcheroo. I was always confused about that, and I still am to this day on how we got out of that. But uh, this stuff's more important than what's going on right now, so... But when I realized what the government was going to do at the intersect, I had to run. The New York guys wouldn't be the only ones who were looking for me. And more importantly, I knew I had to stay away from you and your sister. My dad! You were protecting us? I knew I'd have to spend the rest of my life hiding from the intersect, but I never imagined that it would find you. be such a curse to have all those secrets trapped in your head that's why i came back that's why i let your handlers find me it's my fault that fulcrum's after both of us now you wanted me to flash on your crazy schematics you wanted me to break in here why didn't you just say who you were would you have trusted me after not seeing me for 10 years, I just appear and bring you to R.I. and tell you that I can get the intersect, which I also built, out of your head? What would you have said to that? That you were a little bit crazy. Exactly. Now punch in the code or we'll be a little bit dead. No, Dad, you don't understand. It doesn't work like that. Unless it's in here, I can't do it. Yes, you can. I designed that computer in your head, son. Flash. And it'll be the last thing you ever have to flash on. And indeed he does. Chuck looks at the lock and he flashes on it. Aces Charles. Hey, did you hear that? He said Aces Charles. That's awesome. That's the intersect. 2.0. My baby. My greatest creation. After you and your sister. Of course. Let's make that the hot seat. We need to make some minor modifications to Rourke's software. So, uh, what exactly does your new program do? Well, usually the intersect works in the other way around, but I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be able to take out information. In theory, at least. What you're going to see are a bunch of encoded images that will cancel out the ones that you originally uploaded. Wait. Are you saying you're going to overwrite my brain? That's a good way of putting it. Yes. Well, okay. Sounds pretty good. In theory. <laughs> Ready? No. Your glasses. Oh. Yeah, right. Good luck, Charles.
Uh-oh, what, what, wait, what's going on? Something's wrong. No, 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 it's not working. No, it doesn't work. Oh, crap, it's Ted Rourke. But I'm sure you'll have it up and running in no time. You always did have a way with machines, Orion. And remember, I always had... Well, I always had a way with the girls. <laughs> remember? Hey, come on, man. What's the matter? No hug for your old partner? Well, I've been looking for you for a long time. The years have been unkind. I could offer you a good moisturizer. Huh? No? Okay. Put him on the helicopter. Kill the CIA agent. He's my son. He's your son? Congratulations, that's great! That's no idea. Kill a son. Wow, that's pretty cold-blooded. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll build anything you want. Give Fulcrum their intersect. But my son walks away from here. You'll build it either way. You're gonna torture me? After ten years away from my family, my son walks away. All right, all right. Not a monster. Maybe I'm a little bit of a monster. Today's his lucky day. Shotgun on the chopper. Let's go. And we hear the song Daddy's Gone by Gloss Vegas. Take care of yourself. Dad. You can do this without me. I'm not going to leave you. Remember when I told you not to trust your handlers? And then there's Casey and Sarah. They've arrived with guns drawn. Maybe I was wrong. If your son's going to walk, you should do it now. Wow, they had to pull Chuck away and the doors seal, cutting off him and Stephen Bartowski. And Fulcrum has taken his father away from him once again. Now let's cut down to Castle. And unfortunately, it doesn't sound like General Beckman has any good news. In our raid of work instruments, we failed to retrieve either the Intersect or Stephen Bartowski. Clearly, we recognize that Fulcrum's possession of Orion poses an unparalleled security threat. You mean Fulcrum's possession of my father? I promise you, no one at the CIA knew your father's secret identity. I also promise to entrust his recovery to our best team. General, we are your best team. Can't believe I don't want to say this. Chuck's right. No, you, you cannot put Chuck back in the field. It is too dangerous. Fulcrum knows that he is Orion's son. Look, as soon as my dad finishes the new intersect for Rourke, I'm worthless to you, obsolete, and Fulcrum wins. The only thing that matters now is getting my father back, and you need me to do that. Very well, Mr. Bartowski. 
The assignment is yours, provided your personal entanglements do not interfere with the mission. And once again, we hear Daddy's Gone by Gloss Vegas. And we see Ellie arrive home, and there's pancakes on the table. But they're not from her dad. They're from Awesome. And he's there to let her down gently that, indeed, her daddy's gone again. He's planning on coming back for the wedding. No, no, he's not. Well, if it's any consolation, I'm not going anywhere. Ever. I mean, no matter how hard things get between us. Because that's what married people do, right? Just think, in 50 years, we'll look back at my bachelor party and laugh about it. Yeah, good luck with that one, Awesome. No, no, we won't. Chuck, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Only my career was injured. Chuck, um, Dad's gone. I yelled at him about what happened at your work today. I think I said some things that... Ellie, it's not your fault. Well, no, it's my fault that I asked you to find him. I thought I needed him to walk me down the aisle. I thought that he would be different from that guy that walked out on us. I guess I just expected too much from him. Don't count him out yet. Indeed, Allie. Don't count him out yet. And we cut to Stephen Bartowski. He's in some kind of bunker, and he's working on the new Intersect for Fulcrum. I won't be the lonely one sitting on my own aside. Forget your dad, he's gone. Forget your dad, he's gone. He's gone, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. And that was the episode, guys. Stephen Bartowski has been captured by Fulcrum. He's working on a new intersect. And Chuck will not give up the search for his father. This was an amazing episode. We got to meet Chuck's dad, finally. And he was played by Scott Bakula. Such wonderful casting. I also thought Chevy Chase did a great job as the bad guy, as Ted Rourke. He's working for Fulcrum. I love that idea of a Bill Gates, Steve Jobs type guy who's evil, essentially. It's really cool and it works well. I feel so bad for Ellie. So much of what Ellie goes through, unfortunately, is because she doesn't have all the information. It's just terrible. And I know it's got to kill Chuck never being able to tell his sister the truth about anything. It really kills you watching these episodes, seeing what she goes through. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Chuck Series Companion. If you would, visit chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find all the previous episodes, including all the write-ups that I do. Don't forget to visit iTunes, review and rate the show. And guys, what are you waiting for? Get out there and watch some more Chuck and I'll see you next time! Sorry.
broadcasting. They say desperate men do desperate things. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And next Monday, with his father captured and nowhere to turn. I don't trust anyone. The only one who can help is the person who's hurting the most. Hello, Joe. All new Chuck, next Monday, 8, 7 central on NBC.